Mr. Vitamins, your natural health experts presents the Mr. Vitamins podcast. For the best advice on nutrition, well-being and for the right vitamin supplements for you and your family, visit in-store or online at mrvitamins.com.au. Hi there, it's Courtney and you're tuning in to a new edition of the Mr. Vitamins podcast, a podcast that aims to get you living your best life. Thank you to everyone who's listened so far and a warm welcome to any new listeners. For new listeners, a little about what this podcast is all about. It's hosted by leading nutritionist Christina and myself, and we discuss a variety of health topics that everyday people may not know about or may neglect to look after just because life can get so hectic sometimes. This podcast is all about the simple measures you can implement into your busy life that'll have you and the family looking, and most importantly, feeling great in no time. But without further ado, it's time to pass the mic to Christina. Hey, how are you going today? I'm good, Courtney. Thank you. And how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So this is pretty exciting. For the next few weeks, we're going to be talking all about inflammation. And to kick off the inflammation series, this week's episode is focusing on eczema and arthritis. So for anyone who's listened before, you'll know that on the Mr. Vitamins podcast, we love our food. So first question of the episode simply has to be, what foods should someone incorporate to help with arthritis? Great question, Courtney. And you know, I'm always happy to talk about food. (laughs) Um, So an anti-inflammatory protocol is the best for arthritis. What does this actually mean? So we want to incorporate foods that are anti-inflammatory. So these foods that can lower our inflammatory markers, which are responsible in detecting inflammation throughout the body. The best sources are oil from fish. I would regularly rotate between salmon, mackerel, sardines, herring, and trout. So you want to be incorporating at least three to four servings of these per week. If wanting to supplement, especially if you do not like the taste of oily fish, aim to have at least 1,000 milligrams per day. Not only do we lower inflammation markers, but it can help reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling, which is extremely common in those suffering from rheumatoid arthritis. The next one is one that I can't live without, and I put it on absolutely everything and use it with absolutely everything, is olive oil. Olive oil has the same effect as an NSAID. And for those that don't know what that stands for, it's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medication. So it decreases oxidative stress in the body and inhibits the activity of COX enzymes, which reduces pain sensitivity. I would recommend choosing extra virgin olive oil and pouring at least a tablespoon over your meals regularly. It is great with savory meals and to cook with, but just don't heat it up to high temperatures that exceed around 200 degrees. Last of all, we want to be incorporating fresh fruit and veg every day. Again, what I would try and aim for is adding one serve with every meal So this would equal one cup of most veggies or fruit or veg every day uh, and at least two cups of raw leafy greens. Our fruit and veg are packed with antioxidants and phytonutrients that can prevent inflammatory conditions by reducing our inflammatory markers and assist in maintaining healthy joints. Remember to have a variety, eat the colour of the rainbow and eat organic produce where possible. So you mentioned rheumatoid arthritis, but there are actually two different types of arthritis, right? That's right. Yes. What is the difference between rheumatoid and osteoarthritis? Great question. 
Um, I get asked this a lot of the time. So these two different types of arthritis, they share similarities, but they do have some distinct differences, especially as they are caused by different things. So osteoarthritis can happen due to wear and tear breaking down because of age. It is common as we get older. Rheumatoid arthritis, however, is caused by immune, uh, sorry, autoimmune diseases where the body's immune system attacks healthy cells and mainly in our joints. So with rheumatoid arthritis, we also begin, sorry, it also begins at any time and the speed of onset is really rapid and it can happen over a few weeks and months. While osteo, as I said, will happen later in life and the speed of onset is much slower and it can happen over years. So, of course, sometimes we can't just get all the goodness we need just from foods and that's where supplements come into play. What are some supplements to help with osteo and rheumatoid arthritis? Great. Another great question, Courtney. Oh, thank you. So fish oil is one I would highly recommend as discussed earlier. For suggestions, I would try a triple strength fish oil if you have been diagnosed with arthritis. So my recommendations include the Designs for Health Omega Veil, the Neutralite Omega-3 Triple Strength and the Nordic Naturals Omega-3 Liquid. So we do have options for everyone. For those that maybe don't want to have the liquid, they could try the capsules and vice versa. You could also try specific formulations for arthritis, including the Caruso's Arthritis Fighter Tablets and the Exit Pain Cream. I also recommend a high-strength curcumin. So curcumin comes from turmeric. Try and choose the ones that have black pepper in it, as this will help with absorption, as well as particularly finding a glucosamine, especially with chondroitin, and a collagen powder that contains collagen peptides for maintenance of joints. I recommend the Fusion Glucosamine Advanced Repair and the Thompson's Ultra Glucosamine 1500+. For a collagen powder, the Designs for Health have a great new joint collagen powder that's just come out and it is remarkable. And many have said they have had amazing results with it. And as every week, Courtney, we mentioned, you can find all of these on our website. That's mrvitamins.com.au. Now, onto the second topic of part one of the inflammation series, eczema. And there are actually some foods that can help with eczema, of course. What would those Definitely. be? So eczema is one that is very close to my heart because um, growing up, I suffered from severe eczema um, and I tried to find many different ways to cure it, um, both natural and pharmaceutical. But I have found amazing results with some of these recommendations. So if you do suffer from eczema, I would recommend you try some of these suggestions. So with eczema, we also want to be on an anti-inflammatory protocol. So that includes foods like oil of fish again, um, fatty fish and regularly rotating between salmon, mackerel, sardines, herring and trout. So you do want to be incorporating the three to four servings per week as well. This will reduce the frequency and severity of flare-ups. The next food that comes to mind is again fruit and veg, but sources that contain quercetin. So quercetin can help reduce inflammation as well as lower levels of histamine in the body, which if high can result in eczema flare-ups. Quercetin can be found in predominantly citrus fruits, apples, olive oil, my favorite, 
berries and onions, as well as brassicas, which are things like cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts and cabbage. Lastly, it is also important to incorporate probiotic rich foods like fermented soybean, kimchi or sauerkraut and yogurt or kefir. This is because probiotics can strengthen the immune system and reduce chances of eczema flare-ups. Now, a few people may get these two mixed up. So what's the difference between eczema and psoriasis? Eczema and psoriasis have similarities in the way they look. So both are red and inflamed and can be patchy and spotty. However, the biggest difference is the underlying causes. Eczema can come from genetic or environmental factors, often associated with very dry skin. So again, you may be the type of person that gets eczema during winter months. That's because the air is a lot drier. Um, psoriasis can be related to immune dysfunction, causing an inflammatory response, and will often have a more white, scaly appearance where eczema does not. So that's really interesting. I'm, I think that was a very, very good question. Not to take my own home. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, so even though there are some really great foods that you can implement into your diet, sometimes that isn't enough. So what are some supplements that can help with eczema? Okay. A high strength fish oil will reduce redness and inflammation. The brand Neutralife have fish oil plus vitamin D which would be particularly beneficial as the next supplement I recommend would be a vitamin D supplement. So vitamin D can help reduce severity of eczema and lower inflammatory markers. Supplementing with zinc is also a good idea as studies have shown low zinc levels and zinc deficiency um, has been associated with eczema. I would grab the Fusion Zinc Advanced as it also contains vitamin C, which can help reduce symptoms of eczema and as well act like an antihistamine. It's amazing that vitamin D can do so much. We've talked about it in previous episodes and it's great for um, the winter blues and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Vitamin D is an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there you guys have it, the first episode of the Inflammation series. Uh, we hope you learned something new and even if you aren't affected by eczema or arthritis, maybe you know someone who yeah. is. In that case, definitely tell them to listen to this episode. Like always, you can find supplements mentioned on mrvitamins.com.au where you'll also find a range of other amazing health and beauty products, healthy lifestyle articles, nutritious and yummy food recipes. Plus, you can also book in to see a naturopath or nutritionist to discuss your health goals. You can get an initial 10-minute consult for free. That's all from us this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the best health advice on offer. And Christina and I will see you next time on the Mr. Vitamins podcast.